0: Welcome back to Rectify Setting a Record Straight. I am your host, Kiana Sanchez, a.k.a. Keo, and I'm back with you with another episode. This is episode 19, and I'm really excited to get back to recording because let's just say I haven't been feeling well the last few days, so I wasn't able to record as I planned to, but it gave me enough time to think over and, you know, just get a, a good idea for this episode. But the title of this episode will be called accepting the reality of friendship and the reason why i want to name this title is because this is something you know i can i can honestly say many of us have gone through personally or we may be going through it now but it's to help encourage people because if anything i always want to encourage people to take the godly route when it comes to anything they're facing even if you want to get in your flesh about things We just have to really take the time to sit back, think, and just breathe and allow the Holy Spirit to give us words of wisdom so that we don't make mistakes in the things that we choose to do or the way we choose to go about things. So let's get into today's episode. All right, getting into this episode, I can honestly say since I'm kind of going through a storm at the moment, like a real storm. And I'm watching everybody around me panic and they're just like trying to stock up on food and stuff. I feel like this is such a good time to release this because that's honestly what it felt like I was going through in the moment. And I'm realizing that where God set me up and positioned me is not a means of saying I'm better than the next person or anything like that. I don't look at it in that way at all. And I hate that, you know, there's such a religious view when it comes to God placing us in a a certain position or a certain place. We immediately look at it as levels and we we try to equate it to other people's lives, even though we're telling ourselves we're not. We are honestly trying to equate it to other people's lives and we're like, you know, we're higher than certain people. So this person can't go where we're going or things like that. I I never understood the take on that. And it's like I, I never truly agreed with it. But. Before I dive deeper into what I'm talking about, I want to address this matter first. I am not here to create a talk show or, you know, a podcast that's to bash people or to make people feel bad or anything like that, because that's never my intentions. And like I said, I always want to give the authentic truth about things and, you know, the reality of things. And of course, I want to shed godly light on it. I don't want to present something to people to encourage people to go out there and say or do the wrong things that's never the case so please when I share anything even if it's personal if I share anything don't look at this as an excuse or try to take from what I'm saying as an excuse to go and do dirt to other people so let's be very respectful let's be forgiving let's be loving kind patient understanding all these different things the same way we would want God to be with us let's be that same way with others so let's not you know project our flesh onto anything but I want to start by saying this I have honestly been going through a a part of my life where I've once again been separated from people I consider dear friends and it's honestly been a hurtful time it has because I know to other people on the outside looking in they're probably thinking well she obviously did something to make these people not want to be friends with her she's obviously the problem because she doesn't have these people as her friends anymore but then the Holy Spirit brought it to my attention one day as I was going through a very like terrifying moment like I don't want to go too deep into uh, my personal life at the moment. I just want to go deep enough so people can understand. But I was going through a, a little health issue and it kind of scared me. And as some of you may know, I've went through a miscarriage last year and I wasn't supposed to talk about this, honestly. But I don't want to hide the gift of God from anybody. So, yes, I am currently pregnant and I am truly like astounded and grateful and just really thankful that the Lord has blessed me and my husband again with our child. And I'm just praying for, you know, a healthy pregnancy. And so far it's going good. But um, in the beginning of my pregnancy, I was starting to experience slight difficulties and it started to make me kind of panic again. So I got into this place where I was like, okay, I need other people to come into agreement with me, to pray with me, and things like that. So usually I would reach out to my mom and, you know, a close friend of hers who I also consider a friend, and I also look at her as an aunt. (laughs) But I would reach out to my mom and other older women who I dearly trust to talk to about these things and ask them to pray for me. And I also wanted to talk with uh, people who I consider my friend, who I know would be praying for me and things like that, and I wanted to reach out to them. But after reaching out to my mom and her friends and whatnot, I got words of you know encouragement and you know prayers and things of that nature, and it really kind of helped, like me to calm down and not to overthink or to worry or anything because it's easy for us to say you know we won't do these things, but when we're presented with trials and and tests in our life that may cause us to either depend on God or to deny God we have to truly depend on him because remember the word of God tells us that God doesn't tempt anyone so don't say that he does tempt you because he's not anyone who does evil but that these temptations they arise from our flesh they arise from our our sinful desires and things like that but As I was going through this time of, you know, testing, which is what it felt like, a time of testing, even though it's probably not even testing. I know I've gotten so used to saying things religiously because it's what I was so used to, but I was just going through what I would call trial and error, (laughs) and in that time, the people I wanted to be around me the most at that time, they were nowhere to be found, and that's when I... Just realize, like, I won't say that reality set in. It's just you know I finally accepted in that moment that I don't want people in my life who's only there for you know a season or a time when it benefits them and stuff. Because I I have realized that since growing up, I have always been the friend where people could come to and pour out their problems to, and I was so mature for my age at such a young age. And I I can honestly admit I have even, like, and it's a sad way to put it, but I have even dumbed myself down just so that I could have my friends and I didn't seem too mature for myself because even my mom knows I was very mature for my age. And it has made me feel so, you know, separated from everybody else. So in order to feel like I fit in, I, you know did some things to make myself feel as though I was a part of that group of people that I considered my friends and I can honestly say I thank the Lord for those people having done the good things that they have done towards me in my life because without that I probably wouldn't have had the happiest moments and stuff like that so I'm I'm, I'm always grateful I'm always grateful it's just I came to the realization recently that people I have considered lifelong friends or friends since I have been a child is like I no longer can see them in that light anymore as a friend. Because like as I as I've gotten older, I realized there's things that people don't want to change. And then there's things that people want to stay set in. Like it's ways that they set themselves in and they just want to stick to it. And it's like, I no longer want to fight to push myself to be this kind of person to people because I've had friends who were religious. I've had friends who were still worldly and I've had friends who were caught in the middle and they're just, you know, trying to find the route to take. And it's like, I just got tired of having such, you know, a mixed up group of friends. And it's like some of these friends I didn't want to hang out with anymore because the things they would do, I wasn't trying to do those things anymore. And then it's like, I tried to bring myself out of this place of always cursing and always, you know, doing things again, like every blue moon that I don't want to do. And when I try to explain these things to people, it's like, they'll say, "Mm, yeah, I understand. But then they don't take any consideration of it. And then I also realized that you know, when I would tell people, hey, I'm not interested in doing these things, I would rather us do these things together. It's like, I'm assume, I assume they take it as, well, if you don't want to do the things I want to do, then you don't want to hang out with me at all. And that's honestly how it felt. Because, like, in all honesty, even though people may not see it in this light who I have considered friends, they only hung out with me when either the friends they wanted to hang out weren't available Or if they just needed to pour out their problems to somebody who they know would listen and, you know, not take these issues to anybody else. And when I realized what my aunt would call, because I sat and talked to her one day about this and she was like, don't be a dumpster friend. And I was like, oh, what? (laughs) And She was like, don't be a dumpster friend to people because you don't want people just coming to you, dumping all their problems on you. And then when you need them to be around, they're nowhere to be found. And what she said was very true. And that stuck with me because she has always been, a—I would call her a lone wolf. <laughs> she has always been the per- person who was to herself and she didn't get mixed up in a lot of nonsense. She's always to herself. And I always admired that about her because, for one... I realized that about myself, too. It's like I didn't want to get mixed up in a bunch of nonsense. I didn't want to throw myself in an atmosphere where people didn't really want me there. And it's like I I started realizing even if people what we would call throwing shade, even when people did things like that, it's not that I was oblivious to it. I saw it. But then it's like I always had a soft spot in my heart for people I considered my friends. And when I went through... You know, years of falling out with one particular friend, it's like we would be friends one uh, one moment and then the next minute we're no longer friends. And it would just happen so out of the blue. And I I never understood that. And I was like, you know, why are you so hard at, you know, keeping me as a friend? But then I see you keeping the very people who do you wrong as friends. And it was just something I never understood. And I honestly sat there and blamed myself for a lot of things, even though I knew I wasn't at fault at the most part. And if I was at fault, I had no issue at apologizing or admitting my faults. So whenever I had people throwing blame at me and trying to make me feel bad because they themselves know that they feel bad for the things that they do and they just want a reason to excuse it, they made it seem like I did something wrong. Now me, I usually keep to myself and I don't reach out to people as much as I used to because when I used to reach out to people they made it seem like they didn't want to talk to me. And honestly, you can know, like anyone who knows how that feels, you know how that makes you feel. It makes you feel like, well, you know, did I do something wrong? You know, do they really care for me as a friend? Things like that. So when I got into the business of not messaging people all the time or hitting them up all the time, and I won't say I did it all the time, like understand, I did it, here and there it wasn't a daily thing or anything like that I only would try to talk to my friends if I felt like okay you know what let me talk to them see how they're doing today but for the most part whenever I would talk to friends or tell them about uh my successes or the things that I feel I've I've accomplished there was very little support that came behind that it was very little you know happiness and I could And I could honestly sense that. I could honestly sense it. And even though people made it seem like, oh, I really do care for you and stuff, I I could not see that. I did not feel the genuineness behind it. And it made me want to separate myself from these people. And it's like, even though I love them dearly and I would go, you know, through hell and high waters for these people just as though they're my family, I slowly started to realize, like, It's not worth it. It's not worth putting myself in a position to over... You know, over... Dedicate myself to people who won't even do the same for me. Because even my family can admit to it. They see... that, Like, they've seen how I was when I was, you know, living with them. That when... For the most part, I hardly ever went out. I hardly ever did. And when I did go out, I didn't always have the best experience. It's like, sometimes there would be enjoyable days and nights that I went out with, you know, these friends. And then there was times where I'm like, I'm just ready to go. (laughs) I'm just ready to go because I felt so left out. And as a believer in Christ, I started just accepting things for what they were. And I don't hate these people. I don't dislike them. I still wish them well, and I still hope the best for them. But after I went through the, the place of cleaning out my friends list and stuff, I realized that I don't want anyone in my life who's going to, you know, make me feel the way that I felt before. And it's okay. Like, we have to be okay with letting go of friendships and things, even if we've cherished, you know, these friendships for years. And these were people we have been friends with for years. Some things are honestly worth letting go. Because if it's affecting you mentally and emotionally, even spiritually, if it's affecting you in any way, shape or form, it's not worth holding on if it's not something that's healthy. Because it's a lot of people who have this mindset that they're good friends, but really the friendship was, you know, one sided. And that's how it honestly was for me. And I know if I was to talk about this to them, I would get probably more backlash in it if anything. And they would tell me, well, you know, you're not a good friend because this and that. And if, you know, if I've even made them feel any type of way or anything like that, you know, I'm sorry. I really am. I genuinely am. I just personally can't continue to break bread with people who would watch me starve. And that's pretty much the best way I can put it. Because I have honestly overly giving myself to people and because I've done that they've neglected me and they they treated me as though well she'll be fine she'll be fine and it's you know it's hard when you've seen these people go through things that really broke your heart for them and you want to be there to support them and you want to be there to you know care for them and make sure they're good and stuff like that it really hurts when they turn around and treat you as though you weren't that person there for them and I was like I I came to this realization also like back in uh, I believe it was May if I'm not mistaken I got a phone call from a friend and she was just letting me know like how life is short and stuff like that and she doesn't you know want to leave this life without telling me you know she loves me and care for me and stuff like that and I'm just listening to her talk and stuff and you know she's just like well you know a a family member of mine's their friend passed away and things like that and you know she probably didn't get a chance to really say much to her but she was like I'm gonna tell you how I feel and this and that and you know after she did that I just felt like this strong pull to tell her you know some things that I was feeling led to tell her and I was just like you know pretty much letting her know like tomorrow's not promised to any of us and we have to get it together today and I was like I love you dearly as a friend too I said but as your friend I want to be real with you I want to be honest with you I'm like don't treat each day like it's just another day I was like live each day unto God because we don't know when we're leaving this earth and the thing about it is, is more stuff I would talk to, like to talk about about that and, uh, you know, at another time. But, you know, I was just going on and talking to her about this. And in that moment, I quickly realized that people can say things to make themselves feel good in a moment. But do they really mean it? Because I'm, as I'm talking to her, she's having a full on conversation with someone else in the background. And I will stop for a little bit. And they will still be talking. And then she'll say, oh, you know, I'm listening. I'm listening. You can go ahead and talk. So then I'll continue to talk. And then she'll continue to talk to the other person in the background. And that's when I realized. And that wasn't the only time it's happened. It's happened plenty of other times. And that's why I've never really made the option to call her. Because I realized, like, I didn't really mean much to her. As much as I thought I did. And to her, if she hears this. I know to her it may take a, she may take offense to it, but I never truly felt heard by her. Because she's done it to me so many times where we would talk and she would talk over me and things like that. And that's when I accepted the reality of that, like, this isn't a friendship. This isn't. And I was definitely a dumpster friend. I couldn't pour out my problems to people and get the same words of wisdom or, you know... Uh, like understanding from them the way that I would give to them and I I just honestly got tired of it and I was just like Lord I want genuine people in my life I want genuine friends I want people who genuinely care about me who don't talk over me who don't you know ignore the things that I'm saying or have full-on conversations with other people while I'm talking to them and I was like you know I don't want that I don't want friends who cut me off You know, just for the fun of it or because they went through a season of feeling some type of way towards me and they never addressed the situation and half of the time it was over nothing. Not half of the time, but majority of the time it was over nothing. Like I've had friends who I would be good with one day and then like a week from then I'd be blocked by them and not know why. And it was always, you know, something That was mysterious. I had no true answer to it. So honestly, you can see how these things make me feel. And when I started making friends with other people through social media, I realized the people I've made friends with from different states that I haven't even seen in person were better friends to me than the people I've actually grown up and, you know, done stuff with as, you know, as friends. And... I slowly realized after losing my first child who really cared for me and who didn't because after I went through that, even though I wanted people to be there for me and I wanted people to truly just comfort me and just talk to me and encourage me. I didn't get much of that. I got it from, you know, a few people, but it was like, you know, it was mostly just, you know, we all go through this and you'll, you'll be okay. I went through it too. You'll be fine. And it's like I I didn't want to hear, you know, the typical talk of things when people go through a loss. I didn't want to hear that. I just genuinely wanted to hear words of encouragement. I wanted to hear, you know, genuine concern. And I didn't have much of that. And it's like people were more so interested in the issues of my life. They wanted to hear the details, the good, you know, all the nitty gritty about me, but they didn't care for me and after I went through that loss I just you know separated myself from people I just started realizing like people truly don't care about you they can go through losses and expect you to be their hand and foot for them but until you truly go through something you know that's life-altering that's life-changing you will truly begin to see who's there for you. And it's not that you have to go through something as traumatic as that. Because like this verse in Proverbs 20, verse 6 says, I'm reading from the NLT version. It says, many will say they are loyal friends, but who can find one who is truly reliable? And I sat there and I looked over that verse and I was just like, that is so true. That is so true. Like, who can say who's truly there for them? Who can say who's truly a reliable friend? Like, I have I thank those friends who I'm no longer in contact with. I thank them for being there for me at times when they were and doing things for me, you know, at times when I wasn't able to do things for myself. I truly appreciate them and thank them for that. I really do. And I pray to God that their hearts be softened and turned over to the will and way of God because... I don't want to be that person who sits around and and try to force myself to be friends with people who I'm no longer connected to. Because just like Jonathan and David, it said they were they were knitted at the soul. And what does that mean? They were like minded. They were agreed at all times. And I want to be around people like that. I want to be around men and women of God who are genuine friends. And I have those people, I do. It's just, you know, the the harsh reality of losing friends and accepting what is and what isn't. Because the more that we try to force ourselves to believe a lie, it hurts even the more when the truth continues to, you know, burst out of it. We can't suppress the truth at all. We can't suppress the reality of what is and what isn't, no matter how much we try. Because, like, I want to encourage people. There's going to, if you're going through a season where you feel friendless, like you don't have genuine friends with you, there's going to be people that God will connect to your life who will love you as a brother and they will be really Well rounded people. They'll be very genuine friends. And not only that, they'll be godly people. And I just genuinely pray that when that day comes, we'll recognize these friends and we'll treat them as such. And we won't project our past fears or insecurities of friends onto those people. Because at some point in time, you have to heal and accept those things, you have to accept the reality of it. And say okay this is what it is. And I have to move forward. We have to. And. Another thing. It's like honestly. Like I'm not going to sit here and act like I've been a saint. About the whole thing. Like no it was upsetting. It was like very upsetting. And very disheartening. Because I was like you know these are people. I've been friends with for years. And to just easily be swept. You know to the curb by by them it just really hurt it hurt a lot and of course I was like you know I've done this and that with this person I've been there and that with this person but then the more that reality came back to me about the way that friendship has been all along I was like okay lord I accept it (laughs) I'm like I accept the truth of it and I can't change the truth of what it is so instead of Allowing these friendships to make you a bitter person and spiteful person, forgive those people. Love them regardless, but you don't have to keep them in your inner circle. You can love them from a distance, but you don't you don't owe them anything but to love them. Like the word of God says, owe no one anything except to love them. And I I, I begin to truly understand. What it means when it says bad communication corrupts good habits. It's not just merely talking about, you know, people living in the world coming to you and telling you things and trying to provoke you to do things. No, it's talking about the people that you keep closest to you, who you consider friends. And if they're not, you know, communicating the right things to you, they can affect the good things in you. So that's why we have to be mindful of our friends. Even the ones that we call friends who are believers in Christ. Or so, or so, you know, I don't know, but we just have to truly be patient, understanding and persevering because I I have endured a lot. I have endured a lot the last few years and I accepted the reality that some people, they don't understand the things that they may do or say to you, but It shouldn't make you any less than a a person in Christ. It shouldn't make you feel as though you have to stoop low just to, you know, make them feel the way that they've treated you. We got to let bygones be bygones and just let, you know, let things be what it is. Like we can't change the way that people perceive us or the way that they treat us the only thing we can do is be mindful of how we treat others and also know how to still respectfully stand our ground against things that affect the the good nature of Christ in us. Because it's people who are religious who I've considered friends and they've heard me even more because they, they have this narrative that, oh, well, you know, You go into a place where God can take you and, you know, those people can't come with you and they just shut you down as though you're, you know, beneath them. And I hated things like that. I hated it all the time because I'm like, what makes you think you're so much better than me? And that's honestly how it came off. And I was like, you know, I realize I have, you know, I have an understanding that the Holy Spirit has given me and I'm thankful for it. And I was like, you know, I don't try to protrude myself as better than the next person at all. Because one thing I realized is when God spoke to me through other people, they got offended at the fact that I was this, you know, and the best way I can put it is this. God showed me to them and I guess they didn't like what they seen because they wanted it. And it's like I looked up to so many people. I looked up to so many men and women of God who I, you know, learned a lot from. I have learned a lot from many people. But then when God like and that's one thing I never understood. when God prophesied things through them. It's like they'll be happy in that moment. But when they see these things come to pass or if they get a certain you know, thing is like they're not really happy and that's something I would like to change in the body of Christ because God has allowed me to prophesy a few times to people and never once have I thought to myself I don't want this for them because they don't deserve this no I want that for them because if that's the position that God wants them to take on I want to see them follow through in it I want to see them be all that you know God needs them to be so that he can use them and you know, they can they can reach whom he needs them to reach. Like, I have been told on many accounts that I have the anointing to teach. And I know this because the way that the Holy Spirit breaks things down to me, it makes so, so much sense. And it's like, I have to get a, a basic understanding of it to simplify it for other people. But, He's shown me things in ways that I know it was only God. I knew it was divine because, just like he told me before, he said, it's a knowing. You just know that you know that you know. <laughs> and I'm really just thankful for the Holy Spirit being such a good friend to me because, even though I can honestly say I haven't been the best friend, I don't always spend time with him like I should. I know for a fact that he has been helping me all this time and he's been nearest and dearest to me and I'm just so grateful for him. And I was like, there's times where I felt so alone, but then he's like, I'm here for you. (laughs) And we just neglect him because of how we feel in the moment and we shouldn't do that. Because he's such a good friend, really good friend. And the more that you love on him, the more he'll love on you. so I want to encourage anybody today if you're going through any trial with anyone where you feel as though that friendship is ceasing, we have to accept it sometimes because sometimes it's God letting us know that this isn't a friend you know a friendship that you no longer need, and it's not that and and, and in no way shape or form am I saying that you're better than that person or anything. No, it's just sometimes you have to separate yourself from people because they're they, they they're choosing something different or you're choosing something different. And what you both are choosing is not lining up. And it can still be within Christ. It's just not, you know, going in the same direction. And it's okay. You can still love them from a distance. It doesn't mean you have to hate them and become enemies or anything. No, it's never the case. And our goal should never be to, you know, treat people the way that we've been treated. Our goal should always be to do to others what we would want them to do to us. That's the golden rule. (laughs) We have to, you know, take life with a grain of salt. And, like, throughout the years, I've been, like, seeing for myself, like, girl, don't take offense to any and everything. Don't. Accept what is, and accept what isn't. Be grateful. But on that note, this is the rectify setting the record straight. I am your host, Kiana Sanchez, a.k.a. Keo. This was episode 19, Accepting the Reality of Friendships and I just want people to realize, like, there's going to be a time. Listen, there's a time and season for everything under the sun. A time and season for everything. But don't, like the word of God tells us, don't lose hope in the waiting. Don't. It's just going to be a time of enduring things. But then, I like how (laughs) on Annie it says the sun will come out tomorrow. So just continue to wait, be patient. And in that time of patience, be happy, be content, no matter the state that you're in, be joyful, still sing songs of joy. And don't let the circumstances that you're faced with, whether it be friendships or the hardships of life, don't allow these things to keep you down and bound. Because, listen, Christ has given us the keys to kingdom that whatever we lose on earth is loose in heaven. And whatever we well, whatever's loosed in heaven is loose on earth, and whatever's bound in heaven is bound on earth, you can have the right to bound your freedom, your happiness, your love, your peace, all that. If you choose to. But that's a topic for another time. I would definitely like to explain that more. But you all be blessed. I pray that the Lord strengthen us, each and every one of us, in all that we do, and that we all continue to grow forward in What Christ is, you know, wanting us to do that we all race towards the high mark calling that we are destined, that we have all been predestined to.